Hey, everyone. This is the talented Mr. Taco from the Daily Sporting. I got Ricky on today for another episode of Fantasy Football Rankings. Today, we are ranking the quarterback position. And to start it off with, I got a question for everybody. Last year, there was only one quarterback that rushed for over 500 yards and threw for over 40 touchdowns. Ricky, can you name that quarterback? Um, Was it Lamar Jackson? No. That's no. actually incorrect. Lamar Jackson did rush for actually over a thousand yards last season. He was the only quarterback to rush for over a thousand yards. But the answer is actually Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson rushed for 513 yards and he threw for 40 touchdowns last season. Right. Um, but welcome to our fantasy football uh quarterback rankings. I figured I'd start off with just a little bit of a stat that I don't think <laughs> people would uh you know think of off the top of their heads. But you know, last season there was four quarterbacks that actually rushed for over 500 yards. And Russell Wilson was one of those four quarterbacks. But on top of that, last season, there was only four quarterbacks that threw for 40 touchdowns. And Russell Wilson was one of that. Now, next question that I got for you, Ricky. How many of these quarterbacks that threw for 40 touchdowns do you think finished in the top five quarterbacks in standard in standard leagues? In standard uh, leagues? Yep, standard, you know, basic standard scoring 25 points, uh, 25 yards per point um, for touchdown, uh, you know, touchdowns are four points, and you have one point per interception. 40 touchdowns, I would it would have to be at least two or three of them. So you would say at least two to three players that got through for at least 40 touchdowns. Yeah. And mind you, there was only um, three players last year that threw for 40 touchdowns. You're expecting at least two of three of them to be in the top yeah. five in scoring, yeah. right? Well, my friend, you would actually be wrong. When we look at the scoring from last season, the only quarterback in the top five that actually threw for, for over 40 touchdowns was Aaron Rodgers. Now, your, your boy Russell Wilson is right outside the top five. He is at number six, who was one of those top four um, or top three in, in throwing touchdowns. But, you know, that is something to note. Now, Tom Brady also did round into the top 10. So these guys definitely came after the top 10. But I think one thing that we did notice about these quarterbacks in order for them to score this high, they either needed to add a rushing component like we see here, right. eight touchdowns and 400 yards for, for Josh Allen, 819 yards for Kyler Murray and 11 touchdowns, or they're throwing for a heavy amount of yards and, and touchdowns because then, boom, you have Aaron Rodgers with 48 touchdowns. He only had 149 yards rushing with three touchdowns, and he only had 4,200 yards passing. But those 48 touchdowns to five yeah. interceptions really helped him out to score that high. But Mahomes, if you look at it, he threw 10 less um, touchdowns than him. He you know he basically doubled him up with rushing, but rushing. Had one, less, one less touchdown. And then passing yard-wise, he had him by about 500. Now, they're within eight points, but I think it goes to show you that, you know, getting those yards is kind of valuable. And, um, you know, I think this all is going to factor into what we rank for our, our players, you know, going into this season and uh, how we're going to look to judge them because volume obviously is king. Right. Uh, where well, it seems to be, it seems to me that the rushing yards are, yes. are, are more important than even getting the touchdowns. I 100% agree. And now I think that sets up a beautiful um, point where I can teach. Now, the reason why it is like that is because when you think about scoring, rushing is 10 yards per point. Point, yeah. So when these quarterbacks are rushing, they're getting points at a much faster rate versus when they throw the ball, it's 25 yards per point. Right. So for one throw, that's, you know, for one point passing, that's 20, uh, that's, you know, 25 yards for them. If they get that rushing, that's 2.5 points. So it's a significant increase for them. So these rushing totals definitely help. Now, I think that one thing that you also have to factor in is that these top guys, they got the touchdowns on top of that. So right. it's not that they're just rushing for yards like right. they are. They're rushing for yards and scoring those they're, touchdowns. They're, they're, getting, they're in the 30s in touchdowns. Yes. 40, 30-somethings 30 in the touchdowns. Yes, they're but not. you also got to remember now, rushing touchdowns count for six. Right. And passing touchdowns count for four. So rushing touchdowns do count for more than passing touchdowns as well. So that's why rushing QBs have become the meta and that's right. something that you definitely want to try to take advantage of. The problem with that is sometimes you just, you don't get you know the right guys, and that's, right. that's a big key. Now, if we're looking at QBs last year, as far as rushing touchdowns go, Cam Newton was the number one guy, and he was you know fantastic at the goal line. He was a big option for them um, down there to start the season. So it'd be interesting to see how he's used. Um, but then you had Murray. 
Uh, Taysom Hill, who's always been a thorn in the side of whoever right. quarterback is there with the Saints. Josh Josh Allen, Tannehill. It's crazy that Tannehill had seven touchdowns when he's on the team with, um, you know, uh, Derrick Henry. But I guess that's the beautiful play action they can set off of it because you figure Derrick Henry's going to get all the carries down there because who's stopping Derrick Henry? But, right. you know, seven rushing touchdowns for T- Tannehill is the fifth most in the league, tied for the fifth most. So that's a yeah. lot. He has as many rushing touchdowns as Lamar Jackson. So, Which you know, two years ago you wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. And if you look at what the numbers that Ryan Tannehill has put up over his last couple of years, he's really been someone that's underrated and undervalued. And now with Julio Jones coming to town, I think um, big things are ahead for our boy Tannehill. Um, But I think with that being said now, I think it's a good way to transition as we see kind of what happened last year into some of the things that we think is going to happen this year. Now, off the top of the bat, I think Ricky, uh, me and Ricky start off, you know, identical. We have Mahomes, Jackson, and Allen as our top three. Uh, Ricky, I guess, I guess I'll let you speak to that, you know, those three. Actually, our top four are the same because we both have Prescott at number four. So right. I- I'll let you speak to anything you want in those top four guys or something that, cha- you know, is different. That so from, from what I'm seeing, you know, overall, Jackson is um, Lamar Jackson who um, is probably ranked within the top four or five most rankings, right, I would think. I have him higher up, You'd, so you would you do as well. I mean, my biggest thing is what he did in the second half uh, of kind of the season. I know when he started off, he regressed. First of all, I, I expect a regression from the year before. I mean, that, that's what most quarterbacks are going to do. They're not going to put up those godly numbers every year, right? Same thing we thought with Mahomes. He wasn't going to put what he put up the first year. The biggest thing I saw with Lamar Jackson is if you looked at fantasy, I think within the first – Half games or whatever, he he scored around 20. When he ended the season, he was already up there at 27, 28 points fantasy-wise. Um, and one of the biggest things that we saw was the rushing. Um, he was rushing for, I think, 55 yards per game or something, where at the end, big difference, he's rushing for 80-something yards per game. So I think all this helped out, and I like seeing that the, at the second half. Um, I do believe he's going to get more – seven more – he's going to get more touchdowns than what you saw last year, especially rushing, where you only saw, as you put up, seven seven rushes. I think that's going to be a difference. He's going to be in the double digits for me. Awesome. Now, uh, also, um, just just to go into um, Lamar Jackson, because, you know, I, I, again, we're higher on him than consen- consensus right. at this point. But if you look at what he did in his rookie season, or not in his rookie season, but in 2019. Right. He did rush for seven touchdowns, so he rushed seven touchdowns both 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 seasons. So I think that's kind of like a safe number to like a, a pro- approximate where he's going about. But he rushed for two hundred more yards in right. the previous season. But on top of that, the big difference here is he threw for thirty one hundred yards that season. Here he only threw for twenty seven hundred yards, so right. that's a four hundred yard difference. Plus, we have to look at it, and we all know the dynasty players are super high on Rashard Bateman and and some of these guys um, like that. These rookie guys, whatever. A lot of people believe in this kid, right? You still have um, uh, what is it, Hollywood Brown? Right. They added a guy like Watkins. They got a couple of other receiver pieces, so now he should have some more weapons than he's normally had. And last season, he threw for twenty six touchdowns and nine interceptions right. versus his other season where he threw for thirty six touchdowns and six interceptions. So the narrative of the Mar- Jackson not being able to throw the ball is completely false as we've seen him throw for over 3,000 yards. We see him throw for over 35 touchdowns and under 10 interceptions in that season. If we look at a guy like Dak Prescott who finished underneath him, he had 30 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Like, you know what I mean? So it, it like, uh, what is it? Russell Wilson that year only had 31 touchdowns and five interceptions. He had 36 and, and, and six. So he's right on a Russell Wilson pace there. Now, like you said, the regression came last year it really came in his passing numbers because that's where yeah. the majority of his well, I, I think the, the thing that you saw in 2019 criticized that yeah you, you showed up all those touchdowns and those yardage but i guess people saw that as almost um a product of the running game of how great it was I, um, I, you know what and, it was? and and the passes weren't long I, I don't know if you could look how long what, what he averaged as far as long uh yardage wise um, but also, who did he have to throw to? Yeah, no, no, you, you you're to your credit, but I, I think that's what the 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 negative, whatever. If you want to say criticism of him was that hey, sure. he wasn't throwing it far. It was dunks and you know here, and they were mostly rushing team. Whether mm-hmm. it was him or running backs, they had great schemes. And I think kind of what you saw last year was hey, if 
team said, hey, if we could stop him from throwing, we, you know, he, he can't throw on us or he can't beat us throwing. So what they did was stop the rushing, right? They, right. They but also, I think, I think one thing is, like you said, the first half to the second half was completely different. It was. And I think it was also from schematically what they were doing because in the beginning of the season, there was a lot of frustration in Baltimore. They were losing the games and they were trying to just turn him into this pure pocket passer. And that I wasn't really that so I believe I believe that they he made a conscious effort to throw. It wasn't necessarily pop. him. I think it was the way they game planned it because you know a lot of these things were with, with, with Lamar. He's very receptive to coaching and he understands what's going yeah. on. He understands narrative, and that was kind of how they they played because they wanted to protect him a little bit. Now I understand that the, the way he plays puts himself at risk by him consistently running the ball. But um, from everything I'm hearing, they're going to let Lamar throw a little bit more this season. Okay. And not just the same way that they did before, where I think it's going to be a drop-back pass. But they may just get him on those bootlegs. They may get him going, you know. You have right. to, I feel like, getting him in motion and making the defense have to move around him creates holes in pockets. And he's such a good freelance player. He's like he's like a guy that you can you can watch playing a pickup game where, you know what, he, he doesn't need a, a necessary playbook in order to beat you. But as he makes that crossover, he sees what he's able to do. And right. like just like a, a Allen Iverson type, you know, freestyle and get that play in and, and create that dynamic level of. of now, of let, let me like I, I know Lamar, you know, they, they made a conscious effort of like, not conscious. He, he didn't rush as much. Right. If you look, at, I believe Allen was that way last year as well. Um, Josh Allen from the year before. Well, I think he had it's not so much, I guess, the rush. That, who just it was his passing that that brought. His well, but I'm saying like he he. he and I think rushed. part of it is he didn't run with such an abandonment, right? Like he well, had 500 something yards the year before. I think he went down about 100 yards um, from well, from the year before. I think well, he's I'm at saying like with Jackson. Jackson had 159 rushing attempts last season, and the season before, where he rushed for almost 200 more yards, he only had 176. So it's right there for him. His numbers are coming back solely on this passing. Like his his rushing is like right where it's supposed to be. Like even if it, it's just a little bit more of an uptick, it's more of can he complete the passes and can he get his touchdowns? And I think with the upgraded cast, that's where you're going to see his numbers go. But it's not so much. I feel like. Yes, it's him making some better throws, but it's also him getting some players because a lot of times I think we saw in the playoffs, his guys were dropping open passes. Yeah, no, one thing he doesn't have is weapons. He didn't have weapons last yeah. year. He was really, you know, um, if you really looked at, at the caliber of quarterback he is and for the um, lack of weapons that he had, um, you, you know, you, you can make a case where, hey, listen, he was really under, you know, um, under the gun. He, he had to make plays. A lot of those forced throws was because, hey, if I don't do something now, we're not going to do anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I do get that, yes. But I, I do believe he's going to be much better this year yep. overall, mm-hmm. um, like you said, passing-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh and I do believe, again, the yardage is going to keep going down. I don't think they want him to run as as much where he ran with such abandonment the first, the first time around. Well, I mean, I think the one thing about Josh Allen is he is there – like red zone runner. Like yeah. when it comes to the red zone, he's gonna be one of those guys. He like I, I equate him to Cam Newton 2.0 in the fact of he's a big body guy who could run at the goal line and get the touchdown, but his 2.0 comes in where he's a more accurate thrower of the football and able to get more yards passing the ball. And if we look at Josh Allen throwing the ball wise, he was top five. Yeah, in, top five in, in, in yardage. He was the fifth ranked quarterback with over 4,500 yards. He threw 37 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. So, I mean, for Josh Allen, I think for him, it's just continuing to maintain his efficiency throwing the ball down the field because one thing that we do know this season, the Patriots defense is going to be better. I expect the Jets defense to play a little bit better than it is. That's four games that you had last season that, you know, are going to be a little bit tougher. And, you know, you're going to just need to consistently do it with now them having more tape on you and understanding more of what you do because that's the other thing. You you came out, you made your improvements. Now all these NFL uh, defensive, uh, you know, players and and, and coaches and coordinators, they're able to sit back and understand what you did good and see what they got to take away from you and make you into, you know, that that pastor you were the year before. Because if we look at Josh Allen, 
you know, that the season before he had 20 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Then he goes to 37 touchdowns and, and um, 10 interceptions. So you're talking about 20, uh, 17 more touchdowns to only one more interception. Right. And a lot of that could be attributed to Stefan Diggs. So when a lot of people talk about Josh Allen making this progression, it's partly because you add a prime time playmaker. I, I, I think it's, it's a, it was a majority, not majority. I don't say majority, but I think he was a huge difference for that offense. He gave him a legit threat. Um, right. It seemed like he was always down the field. It seemed like, right. and you know, Allen could throw it, so right. he's always going to get him. Right. Um, to right. me, Stephon Diggs was was probably the best ad for any of the football teams of last year. And I, I, I'm hoping that more court, more teams are understanding it, and we're starting to see it. I think we saw it in this NFL draft where. If you're going to invest in a quarterback and you're going to try to make this work, you need to get him someone on the other end that can make some of these plays yeah. and get him out of these situations. It's almost like um, a, a Shaq and Kobe or right. or like the Lob City. You need someone to throw you the alley oop. You can you can be an alley oop finisher all you want, but if you have anyone that could throw it, you can't right. do it. And on the uh, on the other end, if you if you can throw the great alley oop, but you don't have anyone that can get up, you can't. So it's the same thing with the quarterback. Right. You need to get him his partner that he can throw it up to and make those catches and be be good with. And immediately you saw Josh Allen. You know, come with a huge season, and um, I definitely think that when we look at our rankings, we have him ranked third. Right. Um, but I think, but between Mahomes, Jackson, Allen, and Prescott, all four of these guys can finish as the number one quarterback. Yeah. I think it's just about who's going to get hot, who has the better schedule, how does it break down, how many shootouts are these guys in? Because it could be lopsided games where it's right. like Mahomes blowing out the other team where they're going to pull them back versus games where maybe Prescott. And, and I think battle. one of the biggest things for them is is the injuries. The quarterbacks can't lose their 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 guys. Like to me, again, Allen loses digs. That's going to be a big blow to the offense, right? Um, you know, one person I, I don't worry as much as Patrick Mahomes. It looks like no matter who you put in there, right. he's going to make them a star. Right. Um, I think that's why he goes as the number one, just because we feel like yeah. no matter what happens with him, he's I'm with just you. eight. I, I don't think he I, – I, there's – he's almost like like an Aaron Rodgers back when, you know, when you could put anyone with Aaron Rodgers, he was going to make them a star. He was going to get them open somehow oh. and get the ball to them. Aaron Rodgers that's is what, still doing that. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think Patrick Mahomes is just there. No matter who you put in that offense, again, with Andy Reid, they're going to make it work. He's going to get his touchdown one way or another. Um, and that, that, you know, that's probably one of the, one of the quarters where I think I'm not worried about all that, but he's the number one. I know he's going to get his points, but like you said, yeah, the top four could be number one. Once we start getting out of the top four, you know, then, then I think you and I start not different too much, but we have them ranked in different areas. And then I think our, our, our next point that, um, really comes good as this next group of five. And I feel like that's going to be really where this next tier really starts to break into because, right. We have a guy like we we have these five guys, both in our list, right. but they're just ordered completely differently from Herbert Wilson, Murray Rogers, Tannehill. Right. I think we all have you know different feelings on them. I'm higher on Kyler Murray than than you are. Um, you're higher on Herbert than I am. I, we both have those two flipped. We both have Wilson in the same exact spot, wow. and then we have Rogers and Tannehill flipped. Now, um, I think to speak to the Rodgers and Tannehill fact, um, Rodgers, you know, last season he had an amazing MVP type, not MVP type, he was the MVP. Right. Um, he had an MVP season. He threw for over 4,000 4, yards. He almost 4,300 yards, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. But the problem is that there's so much going on with the Green Bay Packers, and who knows if he's going to get traded or anything like that. So I am feeding him a little bit. And if we see here, Tannehill is very close to him, um, especially because of those rushing touchdowns that he got seven. Right Now this season, we're going to add a Julio Jones here. So now with adding Julio Jones here, and then telling me that there's going to be problems with Rodgers, that's the reason why I have Rodgers just a little bit lower here. Um, I have him over Brady just because when Rodgers is right, I still think he has a little bit more in the tank. Um, and I, I can make some changes with some of these guys here. For me, it really depends on the news that we get out of Rodgers because Rodgers can miss some time to start the season. Rodgers could be unhappy and, and doesn't really perform. Because if we look at what Rodgers did uh, the season before that, 
Um, you know, this is the why why a lot of people got Rodgers at a, at you know such a good rate. Is the year before he threw for four thousand yards, twenty six touchdowns, and four interceptions. So he did have a huge come up. You're talking about he had twenty eight, um, you know, oh, 20, 20, 22 more touchdowns, um, you know, this season, and and he did it with, um, throwing only one more interception. So that's right. insane production. That's a huge boon. And considering that there's so many issues there, it's going to be hard for me to see that. Um, Wilson and Herbert, I, I think that these two guys are both going to be future stars in the NFL for at least fantasy football purposes, possibly just in real life if they can get their teams to win. Now, I personally like Kyler Murray a little bit more just for the mere fact that he does get more rushing yards. And I think with the addition of A.J. Green to that offense, you know, between him and D-Hop, I, I, I like that setup. Um, right. But it's hard to go against a guy like, uh, you know, Herbert, who just came off a rookie of the year. So what do you really feel about Herbert going into this I, I, I one, he, you mean he did amazing last year, right? Absolutely. Um, he was a rookie of the year. I mean, yep. he put up godly numbers. I, I, I mean, he did it with what one or two games last, right? Um, yep. Roughly, he was the sixth most yards in the NFL last year. Right. Um, to me, again, the one thing that I, I don't want to say I'm worried, but he's he is going to try a new system, right? You have a new offensive coordinator, but again, the offensive coordinator, I, I forget his name. He was under Peyton. He worked with Drew Brees. You could only be excited for that, right? If you saw what he did last year. Um, yeah, you can say hey, it's a new system, but the system that's coming or the person that's coming, he worked with you know Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers. To me, that's gonna be interesting. I, I think um he's gonna take a next step up. I, I think he could be in the top five, even top three next year. Um, this season coming up, you know, I'm high on Herbert that he's gonna do actually better than what he did uh the season before. Yeah, and, and I think that's definitely within um, the realm of possibility for Herbert. And and the good thing about Herbert, too, is he does get a little bit of that rushing and some of those rushing touchdowns. Yeah. He didn't have one of his best <laughs> in Austin Eckler there. Um, just me personally, though, I, I do. I, I oh, Man, you were someone that had Kyler Murray last year. Yeah. That, that dude is special. He is, but he did, you know, he he got injured a few times last right. year, right? You had a little that, scares that. here and there. You saw a significant change at the end of the season. It wasn't the same, Murray. Now, I'm not saying that's lingering still, but you saw a difference. That could really, you know, the run, he's not a big guy. He's not a Cam Newton. He's not Ben Roethlisberger. You know, he's not a guy that could take he's hits. Wilson. Lamar Jackson, right. He's not big like that. Those hits are different for guys like that. Like, he reminds me more of Robert a Griffin in the, in the sense of size, right? But again, those hit affect those hits that he takes affects him. You mm -hmm. saw it last year. What happened? That's why I'm kind of worried. I, I'm sure they have to make a uh, um, a plan to not have him run as much or take those hits and let him know. Yeah, you said you got to go well, down. He, he is pretty good about, and that's one thing about Wilson. Yeah, he is pretty good. But he, he did. Well, get Wilson is great at that. No, he's not pretty good. He is great at not taking hits. Mm -hmm. Wilson knows when to go down. Mur Murray's is is almost on that Wilson level. I don't know, man. He took some hits, man. He took, and I, again, his body's not that big. You know what? I think hits from is, is is big for him. I also think it, it's so many times that he was having to to go outside of the pocket and make a play where he's trying to go on his feet and keep looking downfield and, and make some of these throws. Um, because he once he got injured, I think that's when we saw the downtick in his numbers. Right. But before that, he was performing as like he was. But but again, was, it did it, it did go down significantly. Like it was I had him in fantasy. I saw the drop as far as points. I saw the drop every week going down and down. I'm like wow, to the point where never was going to sit him. But I was like, damn, can I get another option? Is, do I have a better game where I have a better option of a QB where? Hey, the matchup is good. Like you always talk about. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a good point of end of the season. I was talking about Murray. I never did it, but still, it was a significant drop week from week, point for us. And, and when you look at the numbers in comparison, um, Herbert threw for like 400 more yards, but yeah. Murray rushed for like almost six. Yeah. And, and he rushed for like 600 more yards. But I, I think that will go down. I think they have to make a conscious effort to not let him run as much. I, I I'm just I'm just not too too sold on that because I think that Murray, much like Jackson, you know, you don't want to take away what they're good at. And I just think that Murray is gonna be a little bit even more aware because he looked like the baseball player when he takes some of these slides. I just think that at a certain point in time for him also, I forgot exactly what his injury was, but that's what really 
really, you know. It, it, uh, yeah, it was his um lower body. I forgot what it was, but it was lower body. Yeah, I, I just. His, I think it was his his. I don't want to say groin, but like that. I think that that's like what really hurt him is that he he would see he wants to run less. So that like yeah, once that's my, what he, once he, my shoulder was banged up, I was trying, I was wasn't trying to put myself out there to take those hits. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's a lesson. Uh, we can't be one dimensional. We've got to better, uh, be better in all aspects. So there is a concept, as I said, there is a concept for they have to Steve. He's not I'm that big, no. But I also think that there's going to be, um, you know, like you said, Murray essentially has no choice but to keep running as he as he hunts to the big plays because he is a big play runner and he's able to get that those consistent yards. But right. if he's going to make more of a consistent effort to pass, I think he is a good enough passer where he can get over that four thousand yards. Right. And with AJ Green, if AJ Green comes out looking halfway good, and think about it, AJ Green's now going to be a number two behind Hopkins. It ain't like I'm coming there telling AJ Green I need you to be a number one. Right now, no. saying hey. Come here, come behind Hopkins. But you do need him to stay, you know, like I always said, the, the best ability is availability. You, you need him. True. You need him to be on the field because if he's not on the field, it won't make a difference if he's a two or three. Yeah, that's true. You do need to play. Uh, I'm not too sure. Do they have, if they have Fitzpatrick back? I mean, uh, not Fitzpatrick, not Fitzgerald Fitzpatrick. back. Um, I think they do. I think they did have him back. So they may have just enough depth at that position, and they may still have some some rookie wonders because that's one thing that, uh, you know, a a team like that, they make sure, especially the guy that came from college, he ran a fast-paced offense. I'm assuming they probably have some guys like Andy Isabella last season was someone that always would kind of show up. Christian Kirk would have his games. So their team that they're they're resourceful with some of their wide receivers. I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of tired of hearing Christian Kirk is going to do good this season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Like, how many times are we going to keep saying Christian Kirk? This is his year. Like, come on. Yeah, no, I I agree. And then, um, so that was our top ten. Now, once we get outside our top ten, um, things get a little bit interesting. These three guys we kind of have jumbled up, so I, I'll touch on them first. Um, and Burrow we have at the same spot, but you know Brady Stafford hurts. Um, I. I I can see it going like how you have it set up or, or where how I have it set up. Kirk is a little bit of an anomaly. I want to see uh, more of what he does. In I think in, he's going to do better this year. Right? I, I think he's, he's going to have more weapons. I think, he, you know, he runs. He, he's going to get his TDs. I, I believe Hart is going to do better. This year. That's going to that's going to be the interesting part about this because he is young enough where he might have yes. a season or two where he can run, all out run. And as we covered at the top of this, Rushing is a big advantage for these quarterbacks yeah. because it does help them score more. And as we saw the with the point differential, you know that definitely plays a big factor in it. Now the question is, can he throw enough in order to score enough points in that aspect? Yeah, and and that's going to be the big thing. Brady, as we know, he has a good um, squad around him. And last season, as we saw with Brady, uh, he does it like he always does. He right. actually was. Um, in the top ten, he was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He was QB eight last season. He finished right above Justin Herbert, so it's it, 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 he finished ahead of Lamar Jackson. Um, he was probably the last, the last big quarterback I would say on, on yeah. the board. He was the last guy that was in that. Well, he uh, Herbert and Jackson were the last three forty guys. Right. So that's kind of like where we saw the next drop off. But he was one of those guys. So definitely, I had to put him up and give him a little respect there. I think Stafford has a great year this year. Now that he's leaving Detroit and going to L.A., I think that Sean McVay is a great coach. Yeah. I think Sean McVay is going to really put him into this um, you know, system and make sure that he excels. Stafford has a huge arm. They have Bobby Trees. They have Christian Cup. Um, or uh, is it Christian Cup? I forgot his name now. Cool. A Cooper Cup. Cooper oh. Cup. I was like, oh, yeah. what am I saying? Nah, I'll be honest with you. I I, I agree. I think Stafford's gonna have a good year, but I I want to see Sean McVay do something last year, next year. Like it, a lot of people just play golf. Sean McVay wasn't a great coach last year. I don't I don't believe. I mean, he- I don't I don't know if I could say that when golf didn't play great and he manufactured that team to get them, you know, to versus the Packers to to go to the. The, the championship game. So he had them in the final four of their division. Their defense was insane last year. That's the, the problem was that golf was get- the offense was bad. He has a lot of weapons. It seems to me, it looks like the rest of the NFL kind of caught up to his offense. I, I where, think it's golf. Where his beginning, the beginning years, 
he had the, almost the same player, Steve, and he was raking. And again, yeah, I think what hurts also is the running backs. He doesn't have vintage. I don't know. Acres is Acres is set up to be a beast. I like what Cam Acres is. It, it, he, at the end of the year, he was prime time. Now remember, they won their division. They yeah, were yeah. they were they were a, a, a bit away from going to the conference. But that a lot had to do with defense. His defense was probably the best in the league. And right, so he right. did his job there. He plays to what he but had. The offense honestly, that kind I, I of did not go. I think it's less about McVay because honestly, what McVay showed me is he was good. It showed me that golf needed to get out. I never believed in golf. I never uh, thought he I was good. Either, I, I saw him. So that that golf. to me is a bigger thing than than McVay because guess but, what? But the thing is, I seen him win with golf. He went to the Super Bowl right. with golf. But golf kept regressing. And no, no, golf and I get it. getting but better. Golf, but but McVay signed golf. He's that was his guy. He made that contract happen. But see, you know what? That's a thing. That was, that's true. If he looked at a guy and he said, that was my guy, and as we're playing and I'm realizing he can't do the things I need I, to I, do, I get it, then, but golf, we, then he made the right move in getting rid of him. Now, that's that's why I 100% was the right move. I'm just saying to you, you go from one year going to the Super Bowl and all of a sudden a year later or so say, hey, no, he's not even good enough to be on the team. I just years, went to the Super Bowl. Then. That's not, that, that doesn't ha- but that doesn't happen within three years. Where you go to the Super Bowl and then two years later that that quarterback's gone unless but, you know unless in the Super Bowl. let's remember what happened in the Super Bowl. Golf couldn't move the ball. Everything has been golf. Golf gets there through smoke and mirrors. Golf hasn't been ever a good quarterback. They get him there because or, or was it that they were not they were not up to his offense scheming, which was amazing, and he made golf look good. But now right. they're like, okay, you can't do this. Right. Just that's, that's, that, that's exactly Now, is Stafford good Stafford. enough to where I think he's going to take them further than what he did last year? I don't I don't see that. I don't know if I believe in Stafford that much. No, oh, man. Dude, he, he, you know, Stafford, whatever he was, he had no defenses, but he had offenses. He had he had Calvin. Well, he had Calvin Johnson, the greatest wide receiver. And the put they put up numbers, but you can't just have they one didn't player. Do any, they, but Stafford has not won. They, they had no defense. But so, so, but they put Stafford up with You're those greats. You list. can't, you can't make the playoffs more than once in your whole career in the same team. That is not just a no. reflect on the team. That is a reflect also on the quarterback. That's, you can't be considered no. a great football. And not one make of, the playoffs if, once. In, when have they had a good defense in their history? I, I'm Never. Not but, but Never. you as a great quarterback have to be able to make it. No. You can't tell me a great quarterback no. that you know no. and get to make no. it to the playoffs. You're in the I'm same division playoffs. as the Bears. You're in the same division as Aaron Rodgers. You're in the same division as the Vikings. And you're the Detroit the Bears, the Bears the have sucked. The Bears have sucked. Stop it. The Bears have been awful. They made the playoffs. I'm, I'm not – but – you Come can on. say they sucked, but they're still. They, 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 they have not been good for this whole time that Detroit was there. You can't say that. They've had. That's not true. Two, they M- made the Mac. Mitch Trubisky got run out of Chicago. If you're not going to the playoffs, and they did. No, they just Mitch Trubisky got them. run out of the. Went to the playoffs twice, his rookie year, and the third year, right? And they still ran him out because they barely. What was it again? The defense. Same right. thing happened in LA. That's the same thing they with golf. The offense. But how can you blame Stafford when you're sitting there going against because you're you're defenses? being considered and paid like a great QB and you only made the playoffs once? I'm sorry, you can't be considered a great. This QB. is not this is not basketball where one QB makes the difference. It, it, it's 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 not it's, it's not that it's not basketball. Been. It's but never as a quarterback been. you should be. Dude, no, name me no. a t- name me a great quarterback that really hasn't made the playoffs. A great quarterback that really hasn't made the playoffs that, that, that has 10 to 11 years of the team and never made made the playoffs once in his his career. Name me, name me a top what they consider Stafford the top five, top ten. I can't think of a quarterback really that I was that high play. ranked and did not make the playoffs at least more than once in in their in their career. But they didn't put anything around him. In most of these cases, they get defenses or something. I mean, he, you can't the say Detroit Godwin Lions, last year. Are, are the Detroit Lions not one of the three worst run organizations in all of the NFL? Yeah, um, they're there. Yeah, I mean, they're up there, but still, Stafford has to show me something more. I, I, I'm not giving it to Stafford in LA and Sean McVay that they're there. Yeah. I don't believe they're better than what they were last year. Yeah. I don't, yeah. If you if you don't think that Stafford is better than golf, I do think he's better than so golf. They I have to think, be better than think, last year. I don't think so how, do you increase it? how do you increase in quarterback but not get better? And last because year, because you're going you, you, to put up numbers because you have you, you're, putting up numbers doesn't equate so equal so wins. Th- 
they, but think about it. They they were they were one. They were two. I mean, games Stafford had numbers in Detroit. It didn't equal wins. They were Stafford two. They were the, the the Rams were two games from the Super Bowl. I, I, right. I don't think they get. I don't think they get to the, the championship. I don't think they get to the Super Bowl. I think they lose. I think that now they can. If beat Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay, he they lose to Green Bay again. They're not beating Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is back. They're not beating Green Bay. No. Steve, you tell me what team they beat them. Who do they beat that they're much better? I think they can beat Green Bay. I, I, they can. I don't think they will. That, I think you, they can beat as, the Bucs. As great as Stafford you should, they, they you should be the, able to tell me, hey, they beat, they the beat Green Bay. You they can't beat even the tell Bucs me. at the end of the year. And just like this, just like you just said, there's so much turmoil. And I said, even through that turmoil, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, you said Rodgers going to go down. You can't even tell me the straight face right now that they would beat the, the, the Green Bay Packers again if they faced them. I think they would. I do think they would. Do you I think, do. Or, or do you, are they going to win? You got to be confident in this. I'm pretty confident in this. That defense is yeah, legit. Okay. All right. Well, that, we'll, that come, we'll, we'll, we'll come visit yeah. this later. Well, what do we yeah. say? We're going to. Yeah. I'm a believer in McVay. I'm a believer in okay. Stafford. I'm a believer in the Rams. Now, one, one team that. Um, I am not a believer in, and that's the only reason why he's at this rank, and that, that's going to be Burrow. I think Burrow is set up where he has some weapons now. You're looking at T. Higgins. You're right, looking right. At, at Boyd, and you're looking at Mixon, and you're looking at Waddle. Not Waddle, excuse me, Chase. Um, you know, they, they got the number one rookie um, wide receiver who right. was his number one wide receiver at LSU. Um, so they do have weapons. The biggest question for them is offensive line. Can it get any better than it was last year to give him the time necessary just to make a little, it a play? Just a little bit better where they don't sack him every down. Yeah, but remember, he, he had a big injury last That's year. Huge injury. No, that so, I have him, offensive line. I have him just from watching his games last year, wherever games I was able to catch. Mm-hmm. And there was a few because they, they had him on. Um, he to me showed me that he's the real deal. Like I, I, you know, mm-hmm. I'll be the only reason I don't have him up there with Herbert is because of the injury. But to me, I almost would choose Bar over Herbert. I, I, I wholeheartedly can't agree with you. I, I would probably I choose Bar over Herbert. If healthy, he comes back healthy from that knee. They get him an offensive line. I believe he does better than what Herbert. He Herbert had weapons last year. Burrow did have weapons, but he had no offensive line. And we already saw what Luck had. Because Luck, to me, was better but than Russell. Did, but was, did, was better than Russell Wilson. He had no offensive line. You saw what injuries did to him, made him retire early. To me, it's the same thing. Burrow would be the better quarterback as long as they keep him standing. But He would be the better quarterback to me. I, I would take Burrow over Herbert right now. If all things side healthy and everything, I would take Burrow or Herbert right now. In fa- in fantasy football for the season, uh, I mean, as a real quarterback, but he, he, fantasy, the only again, the only thing is, um, his offensive line. That's what scares me. I don't know if they can yeah. keep him up, and the injury is 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 horrendous. The injury was horrible. Yeah, that's a bad injury, like you said. That's not easy yeah. to come back from the next year. Yeah, and I don't know how much I trust that coach, coaching staff to come overcome circumstances and really. Get him to push the ball downfield. So that does scare me. One guy that I do like a little bit more than him is the guy that you have right there, Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a big season or a possible big season. Like, we have to see what Urban Meyer does. They may just slowly break him in there. Um, one guy that I have slightly above Lawrence is Ryan. I think all three of these guys are interchangeable. You get the second-year guy, you get the veteran, and you get the rookie all three of these guys offer some sort of upside because even though Ryan just did lose Julio Jones, they did add Kyle Pitts to his team. Right. And that defense isn't something that I generally trust. So if you're looking at a team that's going to have Kyle Pitts, it's going to have Calvin Ridley, and you're going to still have Gage, I think that sets it up where Ryan still has enough weapons to be, you know, dangerous, to be solid. Yeah. You guy that, you know what, if you're looking over it, he's probably going to be better than, like, Burrow this season probably just because he'll get more, you know, he's a better downfield thrower of the ball because he has more time after time. Right. Or he is he has guys like Calvin Ridley who are just like phenomenal. Like, right. you know what I mean? Calvin Ridley could possibly be one of the top five wide receivers right now with no Julio Jones. Right. So he's gonna have insane volume. And Kyle Pitts is one of the best tight end prospects that we've seen. So that's the only reason why Ryan I have here. Lawrence, if he had some better weapons, I'd probably put him up a little bit higher because of what we see in college. He's been, you know, pretty solid and pretty good. I just think he's gonna get the volume. He just 
he, you know, they're going to depend on him heavily. Yeah. To throw I, the ball and, and get it downfield. I, I think he would almost have what a, a Burrow type season where he's not going to win games, maybe. No, I think he might have a Herbert type season. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know if he's. If, I don't know if that team is good enough. Though. I mean, you're talking about stats. May I, I just don't know if that team is good enough. Next question: Does Herbert repeat what he does last year? I, I, um. Again, to me, yeah, or you know, even a little better. Like I, I, I don't. I don't see. I don't see him to take a, a, a dip. Think he's not going to take a dip. So then you think Herbert's a better quarterback prospect than Lawrence? Um, I just the team wise. I, I, we're talking about fantasy. Yeah. Then yes, Herbert is much. It's going to be much better than Lawrence. Yes, I hundred percent. Now, you know that's a different thing from reality football. That, that's different. I, I don't. I Lawrence. I think, team is I think that this is this is going to be interesting because the Jags have an interesting wide receiver room. They have um, Shaval. They have Marvin Jones Jr. And they they have a, a couple of other guys there who are you know some young burners. They got Travis Etienne. I want to see how it starts going in, in preseason because I think Lawrence may be one of those guys who can have a meteoric rise because, as we saw in college, he is big time. And he played better than Herbert every single year in college. And if that's anything of what we're going to see here, I think Lawrence is going to be a name that we're going to be. Well, I, 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 I'm not going to say it because the NFL and college are two different things. That, I, always want, I always want to give him one season. True. I saw what Herbert did his one True. True, but also Lawrence played in the toughest division and was going against Alabama and all these other teams. Yeah, no, I, I championship. I'm so not taking anything away from him, but it, I do it, want to see one season first. Sure. But, again, that's also why the early mover advantage does get you some rewards because if you did that make an early mover on Herbert, you came out with the dude that you're getting in, in this area right here, 16, 17, 18, yep. that ended up being a top-five quarterback. Yep. So, you know, early mover advantage is real. Daniel Jones is someone that I feel the same way about. I think that last year he definitely he incre- he improved, but he didn't improve enough. <laughs> his interceptions went down, his 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 fumbles went down, but it didn't go down far enough. Um, it, to me, it didn't really go down enough to make a certain effect. Where I think he's going to be better this year in fantasy, even I with do. the weapons that he got. I do get it. Um, I do I do think Barkley helps, but I also think Barkley's going to take a chunk of of, of that offense. Um, the one thing about that is that they, they did run the ball significantly when Barkley wasn't there. So they did go to Gallman. They right. did go to, um, you know, James White and all these other guys. So I'm, I'm not really um, concerned with it. I, I, I'm more worried about like, all right, you know, Jones, you put in a lot of offseason work. Everyone is saying this dude looks shredded now. He's been he's been getting all his wide receivers. Yeah, I, I, but let me finish. He's been getting all his wide receivers together for pre-workouts. Right. Him and Galladay have been developing a rapport. He does complete the deep ball better than some most quarterbacks in the NFL, statistically speaking. And having now a, a, a wide receiver that can go deep, that is a big playmaker like Galladay, this is a make-or-break season for this kid. And while I know that he has a ton of question marks and there's a ton of reasons why you know people are down him, especially with all of his interceptions, he does have also the potential to hit, and he can hit big because he has weapons. As we saw, he's a he's one of the fastest quarterbacks in this league, and they're gonna run him. So I do think that Jones is a. I, I would player. give. I, I would take my chances more on uh, Wentz having a new scenery at Indianapolis than Jones having going up and doing better. To me, <laughs> Wentz Wentz gonna have that year where, oh shit, the, you know, oh. Look, the change of scenery is all that he needed. Because mm-hmm. I, I, you can't play the way Wentz was playing last year. What I mean by that is, you want to talk about, you know, Lamar Jackson. Wentz had no one. Now, am I a big believer in Wentz? No. Like I thought he got overpaid. I understand that, but I do believe the last couple. Of key, I mean, when you talk about no, nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Wentz had nothing at all. A lot of those throws were just a pure, pure, pure desperation. He did not. He was did not want to be there anymore. He was pissed when they benched him. It was one of. It was just all around a horrible way to want to be in. I do think he gets a, a brush of fresh air in Indianapolis. I love the coach, Frank. Love him absolutely. I think he was going to do wonders for once. I will put more of my money that he would have a bounce back year, a great bounce back year, than Jones taking the next step with all the new weapons. That's just me. And I can see that also with some of the the, the pieces 
um, that Wentz is going to have. Exactly. He, has an old co- he has an old coach um, that's there, and, and they move some things in order to get him, so they do rely on him. He was down um, because of what happened last season. So I can see where um, you know you can see that happening. I just think that Jones is also someone that um, he does have some good art talent. I, I've been reading from a lot of different scouts. Um, they think that if Jones can just get his turnovers a, a little bit under control, right. his playmaking, um, he's gonna he's gonna be. Uh, I, I think uh, you put it up pretty. Uh, you summed it up precisely. You said it's a make or break for Jones. Yeah. It's it. That's it. He you, like. There's no more excuses. You're getting Barkley you know, back. You're getting the wide receivers that you want. Yeah. That's and, it. and and another player that's in that similar situation is Winston. Um, now I have him ranked at about 18. You have him ranked about 23. Right. Um, but I think the biggest reason here is that we're not 100 percent sure if he's, he's going to be the quarterback there. Um, I think that he is going to be the quarterback there, and uh, this is a conservative ranking for him because right. if Winston is the full lock-in quarterback, I do start ranking him a little bit higher. And again, I want I need to see a little bit of of gameplay on this. I would like to see a couple of preseasons and see how the, how the two preseason games go, right. um, because when we last saw uh, Wentz, I mean Winston. So in the 2019 season, if we remember, James Winston was the third uh, highest scoring quarterback. He had over 5,000 yards uh, throwing. He threw for 33 touchdowns. Now he did have 30 interceptions. Right. Now it's a huge detraction. But um, Peyton likes him. Peyton's a good coach. Um, he's been grooming him. He's had him in-house. And I think that there's a, a big possibility where Winston is going to be um, a quarterback to possibly pay off. Um, right. And then one, one now, guy my, that- my, my only thing with Winston, one again, we don't know exactly, but my biggest thing, yeah, you put up those nuts 2019, 30 touchdown, 30 interception. But again, you get those points, you're happy, right? Um, my biggest thing is, a lot of those 30 touchdowns were just at a pure coming back. We're down. We don't have a choice but to throw. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm throwing the double coverage. This is why I'm putting up some interceptions as well. To me, it's a more, it's gonna be a more, hey, we don't need you to do that. We don't need you to throw that man. We don't need you just to throw recklessly. So I think those touchdowns, I don't know if he gets 30. Okay. Um, I think with Hill there, that's gonna hurt him. Um, and again. The interceptions, that was consistent through his career. It's interception, interception. It's gotten worse and worse every year. So my biggest thing is, hey, are we going to see the 30-30 guy, right? Or are we going to see, hey, and we don't even need him to get 30. We just need those interceptions to come down significantly. He has to get some rushing yards. If you if you're not going to throw up thirty touchdowns, you can't throw up thirty interceptions. Throw yeah, 30 you, can, you can't throw thirty. But I need those thirty touchdowns if I'm going to start ranking where I am. No, no. Well, that, but that's what, what I'm. No, but if yeah. you let's say you get 25, 26, but your interceptions goes down from thirty to fifteen, you yeah. could live with that. Yeah, that's a big. You make up a big difference from those three touchdowns. You didn't really. Get, you're really saying thirty. So what I'm saying, mm-hmm. do you think thirty is what is the is the mark? If he gets 25, 26, maybe even 27, he's below that. That's a big difference if he doesn't throw that many interceptions. So let's look at this. Points. Um, interception is minus two. Right. Touchdowns are four. So if he throws 26 touchdowns, seven less touchdowns. So just for, for the math. So seven times four is well seven times four 28. Is twenty-eight. Okay. Twenty-eight versus if he throws how 15, many less? Fifteen. If he goes down a half. Because I don't so think 15. I don't think they'll make him throw like that. So his interception might go down significantly. He can't throw anywhere near so that's even, a so, watch. That that just puts him at washing. Like that that literally would just just make him even to what he was yeah. in the season. But again, but remember you get more points for the t- for, so this is diff- different than obviously real life, but scoring wise he only loses 2 points for each interception um versus losing 4 points for each touchdown. So it's two touchdowns for every interception. So if he has one intercept if he has one touchdown come off, that's equivalent to two interceptions he would need to to match. No, but if he goes down to 15, 15 is 30 points, no? That's thirty points less that he's right. That, and, that, and thirty points more and twenty-eight for touchdowns. That's two. So it's really a difference. It's, it's two a points. Right. It's a wash. Right. But that's what I'm saying to you. That he, I don't. I, I, if we could do that, then I'm with you. But he has to do that. That's a wash, though. I mean, to me, that's like I'm like okay, but then he has to throw for five thousand yards. But if he, 
Steve, what I'm saying, if he throws 30 interceptions, he's not throwing anywhere near 30 in touchdowns. Because that means they're in desperation mode. And I don't think the Saints are going to be in desperation. 30 touchdowns. 30 touchdowns is about, like, think about it. Like, where is this season? Well, what did Drew Brees have last year? I mean, he missed games, but. Again, I don't see that. That's not, even Brees not throwing wasn't, you know, expected to throw 30 touchdowns. He just wasn't. And now a big in his career, was, yes. In most yes. years in his career, yes. Yes. Last but, season, no. But I do think that's that, what I'm saying to you. And the th- another thing is, what Michael Thomas are we going to get? Are we going to get the one that was last year or the one the year before? Mm-hmm. Because good. Winston needs the throw as well. I mean, he needs he needs receivers. And again, so to me, I don't. I, don't ex- I do. Oh I yeah, don't, that's right. Um, Breeze has been hurt the last two seasons. Right, the last so, two seasons. It's really hard to judge what's going to happen there. I, I get it. I just don't – I don't expect – I don't expect – Sean McVay – I mean, um, Peyton is smart enough to go, hey, you know what? The more he throws, the more chances there's going to be interceptions. And he's not thinking about fantasy-wise. He's thinking about real life. Right. I, I just think also uh, McVay – I mean, not McVay. Uh, Peyton is a good coach. He knows what he has. If he has him coming back there, he has a game plan set up. If, if he – I do want him to hit the 30, but – it's kind of like what you're saying is right. If he can, if he can take the the touchdowns down 15, and if he only loses seven touchdowns, I mean, take the interceptions down 15, right. only lose seven touchdowns. It's relatively a wash. He keeps a yeah. decent amount of points, and he's a pretty solid player. Yeah, exactly. um, I definitely agree. But um, it just, I, I wouldn't put him that high. That's why I put him more in the lower hand. Sure. Him, him, and and Cam are kind of I mean, where. Again, I I think that if he comes back um, like that. Again, I I have more faith in him than you know Baker to or you know Wentz. Like I would rather have Winston more than likely than Wentz, just from what what the little glimpses that we did see with that McVay. I mean not McVay. I don't know why I keep calling him McVay. The um the Sean Payton offense. I I think that he wants to get back to throwing the ball downfield. If we remember what he used to do, right. and I think that Winston has a great arm. He had the LASIK, and with the time that he spent with them, hopefully it, it comes out pretty good. Um, but I mean, this pretty much just wraps up our rankings. Yeah, uh, there's just one player that I, I want to touch on. Um, two players that I want to touch on that we didn't f- finish here. Um, Tua, I mean, again, Tua is just another rookie that that we're just gonna have to see how he evolves. Yeah. He uh, has I, some I more believe. weapons there, but again, it's it's just still too early to really tell with him schematically. Yeah. Why? The, the only thing I do say is that I mean, it's I don't want to say it's alarming, but. When it was a lot of times with crunch time, they took two out, and I get it, it was the right move. I'm not saying it wasn't. Right. It was. I. I. It, we saw what Fitzpatrick did, right? He threw it down the field, which wasn't Tua was not doing. So I get the move. I don't question it. I, I said it last year. Whatever Flores does, touch gold. I'm with him because I love that coach. But it is still alarming. The only reason I say it's alarming is because you knew Fitzpatrick was gone next year. I get it that you know you wanted to make the playoffs and everything else, but you knew he was gone. And you kind of took a learning experience, live learning experience, and say, "Hey, and I get it, you want to win first, but it's almost like, hey, this is your guy. Why not see if he could somehow finish it up?" Well, I also think it was the fact that, um, like Tua had said, he wasn't as familiar with the playbook, and that was something that that was to his detriment. And the other thing is, he was coming off that catastrophic hip injury, so he wasn't at full strength. And I think that's one thing that Tua does have. And his advantage is the fact that now he's going to be at full strength. And from everything that I've seen in training camp, he's going to be, I feel like, a lot better than he was last year. I don't know how that translates into fantasy football for the mere fact of I think that's going to still be a run-heavy team. Yeah, I'm not too sure how it works with him going downfield. He did add Waddle to that team, but that is going to be interesting. Um, Fitzmagic, I think it's just going to be a situation where he's going to be a game manager. And he's going to have some weapons. So it's going to be Miami 2.0. Right. And if that's the case, I think he's going to be a steal. Question is, can he keep the job? Yeah. Heineke is going to be coming behind him. And yeah. that, that's going to be something to watch. Baker, real quick. I mean, Baker, I think he got better when he lost OBJ, which is weird to say, considering OBJ right. is a really good wide receiver. Um, but this is just another season for Baker where he's never been too much of a fantasy stud. But if you pick the right game, he could put up some decent points. Um, yeah. He's not someone that I think that you're going to go out there and think um, he offers you much upside. He's more of a just this is a good matchup and I need someone to play kind of guy. Um, I, 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 I mean, I'm with you, but. One, I want to say the OBJ thing, I think, was a little blown out of proportion. 
that mm-hmm. he got better with OBJ there. Like they made it seem like oh, OBJ was the issue. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was the case. No. Nope. Um, it is true. I, you can't deny that, though. No, no, hundred percent. I just think it was overblown. I, I don't believe. Oh yeah, he left. Oh no, let me. You know, now I'm ready to go. I don't have to hear this guy. No, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't believe it's that. coincidence. Yes, I think it was coincidence. Um, so I think getting OBJ back is going to help Baker more. Hopefully. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So that's why I have him a little higher ranked than you do. I do believe uh, I give him more of a chance just because he's getting OBJ. He did take the next step last year. He did win. You know, I, I think all that helps his confidence and, and his play on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, Cousins is just Cousins. He's yeah. He's a guy. We know what he's done <laughs> over these years. Right. Um, where I meant – where I have Kirk Cousins here going down. Which yeah, is what I meant to do. Um, I was going to have Justin Fields, which you have there. We don't know if he's going to have the job yet, but if he does have the job, he is someone that will probably move up. I, I, he's going to have the job. He's going to have the If job. he does have the job, probably he's going to end up moving up your rankings. Then as yeah, well. I, I think so, too. Um, I, we don't know what's going on there. Dalton may have the job to start off for the first couple of weeks, and he gets it. So that's things to watch, and the only reasons why Fields is kind of down. Um, but that's going to change a lot of things if Fields becomes the guy. Um, and lastly, Cam Newton, like you said, uh, it's a sticky situation with them and the Patriots because he doesn't really throw the ball downfield, at least effectively last year. We know that he had COVID, which affected his his playing time. Right. And, and, his, and, his, uh, I, and I think one of the biggest changes for me and one of the guys that Cam to me, and I, and I guess he could be he could go up on my list, mm-hmm. especially if he gets the job. I, and I do believe he ends up being the starter. Yeah, I don't believe Mac Jones era begins right away. I think it starts next year for Mac. Yeah, I, I do think that. Or if they're doing bad, whatever, whenever their buy is, if it's later on the field, I think that's probably when Mac Jones starts is during the buy. And I believe it's like the twelfth mm-hmm. uh, week. So he, you're still going to get ten or eleven weeks of, of camp. My biggest thing is he got new weapons. They know how to use those tight ends. Um, he didn't doesn't have COVID. Mm-hmm. He is a red zone guy. We saw he had the most touchdowns mm-hmm. in the red zone. That is, I don't think changes. I and, really don't. And the big thing for Cam, just like we said about um, Danny Dimes, it's to make a break year for him as well. Yeah. For him, this is going to be his almost his last shot to be a starter or to go and get another starting job after yes. this. So he has to play good. because This, this is, is almost his trial. Like, hey, the yeah. rest of the NFL, I still have it. Or Patriots, give me one more season after this, and let's see what happens. And then we'll let Mac. Well, that that only happens. It depends if they go far in the play. To me, that's what I'm saying. But again, this is a make or break for him. Yeah, yeah. He he could take that team to one game within the 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 Super Bowl because, like you said, they increased their offensive output. They have some good defense, and it's Bill Belichick. I I, I don't don't put anything behind him. To me, Buffalo is still the team to beat. Um, they may be the team to beat, but in the playoffs, you know, anything can happen yeah. and they can get in the playoffs. Like this could be a playoff team that could go far because guess what? It's Bill Belichick in the playoffs. Yeah. And he added a lot of weapons. I don't count Bill Belichick out. Bill Belichick is one of those dudes. No, I, and, I, and people lie, but I, I think Tom Brady went yesterday says, put some fire on them and say, yeah. Hey, you know what? They went out and they spent money. Like it was, you know, growing on trees and, and football, unlike basketball and baseball coaches matter. To me, that's the most important sport. You need, and especially a guy like Bill that understands everyone else. He's like, oh, word, I don't have this, but guess what? You're weak here. I'm going to find X, Y, and Z to get that. The biggest thing he does is he takes takes away your biggest weapon. You're not getting him. There's no Julio Jones. There's no this guy, you know. There's but no... also on offense, he knows what you're weak. You're weak yes. against inside passes. Guess what? My tight ends are going to go off. Oh, you're not good deep. Guess why? I got born in Aguilar. They're right. not great, but they can go deep. So he built the thing, the team in ways to handle different teams and be able to schematically yeah. be like, hey, this week we got to run. Next week we got to pass the tight end, and the week after that we have to use our wide receivers going yeah. deep. So I think that's something about him that's really good. Lastly, Watson. Um, it's a crazy situation. Um, Watson, as we know, over the past couple of years, has been one of the best quarterbacks in the game. In 2019, he was ranked as the number five quarterback. And in 2020, he was ranked as the number five quarterback. So we know he is a top five talent. We know that if he was healthy, he would be up here with these guys. He would probably be above Wilson. He'd be above Herbert. He'd be above Murray. He'd probably put him right under Dak Prescott. Yeah, But there's so many questions and Involving Watson. That's why I don't have him on my list. I don't think he, I don't think he steps on the field next year. I, I'm not 100 percent sure either way, but I think I did have to have him on this list just so that I can make sure that I bring him up 
Um, because again, we don't know what's going on, but it is something to watch and to monitor. Yeah, I, I just I think you know with everything going on, NFL is going to suspend them. I Even think. if we suspend them six six or seven games, yeah, but he doesn't, want, he doesn't want to play with Texans. Yeah, but the Broncos were trying to make a move, so if they're able to parlay that into a trade with the Broncos, then you know we can maybe see him coming second half. You know, again with the NFL. I feel like one thing that you got to do is you have to be aware of the possibilities because it may happen. It may not happen. But if you don't know that Watson is going to be dimpling out there, that there is a possibility he might not be suspended the whole year. Those things you have to keep in mind, those things you want to watch just because Watson, as we know, when he's healthy and he's playing and God forbid he's on a team like Denver. Whoo, he ain't never had weapons like what he would have in Denver. I'm talking about Judy Sutton, um, Patrick fan. Yeah. Like that team, no, I but I, I I agree with you on that. But you know, different elements, mile high, and again, we we got outside. He's played that. I'm not worried about that. I'm not, I'm not to say, I'm just worried about how long the big difference It is a big difference. How long do they suspend him? Because if he, because honestly, he's still top five. Like if he comes back and he and he's playing for yeah, the but I, I think he's suspended for the year. I don't. He doesn't touch the field next he, year. I don't know how you can suspend him for a year with no actual charges. No, I think they put him in the grievance, the commissioner grievance, and you're, they, not, gonna, you're not gonna have him out for a year. even Antonio Brown. I don't think was out that long. Yeah, he was. So, so I don't like he was suspended he six was from years. one year to the next. He was out that long. They, he wasn't. It. He wasn't signed by anyone. That was different. But when he when he came back, he only he only had a six game. Yeah, I still think he goes on the. I do believe it. I, I believe I don't believe this gets solved well, right away. I believe they pull. They pull. He, he already started um, settling with some of these people, so that's going to be something that we're going to be covering as it gets deeper. Because you know, for all we know, he could he can win a four game. This is my biggest thing. It's not that he did anything or, or he's, he's lying. Oh no, he's no. You know that he's that person that they're saying. There's so many people. The NFL. Is under a microscope when, when it comes to this. Yeah, they had they. So what I'm saying to him, I don't think they get a resolve before the season starts. I think he goes on the commissioner's grievance. I think he's there a couple of weeks. NFL comes back and says, "Hey, you're re- you're suspended for the next six eight games," and I think that's almost the whole season right there. I think he goes on the commissioner's grievance list to begin the season because I don't think the NFL comes to a re- resolution. I don't think he comes to a resolution with the Texans, so they put him on the commissioner's grievance list, which is the right thing to do because he did not. Get found guilty. These are accusations. You know, I don't want to sound, you know, that I'm telling the women are lying, but these this is accusations. He's does not get arrested. He he has to get paid. What I don't want is the Texans get away with not paying him what he owes next year. He goes on the commission grievance list, and I do believe they suspend him six to eight games, and that's gonna that's pretty much the season. Mm-hmm. And again, if there's no charges, what are you gonna suspend them for? They, I mean, there, there was no, there was there was no charges against Ray Rice. There, they 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 dropped those charges. Like Ray there, Rice, there, Rice. There, there may have been no charges, but there was a video. No, I get it, but that happened with other people. Where charges are dropping, they still suspended. They suspended one other player. They I, Antonio, I look, Antonio Brown was suspended, and there was no charges. He had a lawsuit though, but but yeah, but there's no charges. That's a that's a civil. You're right. That's yeah. criminal, not criminal. NFL, one thing about the NFL, there's their own but law. He said, I think he settled with one of them, but you're right. Antonio Brown did have uh, um his, his suspension, and we just got to see what happens with Watson. It, it's going to be interesting because yeah, for all we know, the NFL could come out and say four games. Yeah, And if they say four games, then what? But again, that's why you got to be monitoring it because yeah, you got it, it's something to monitor. To me, it's, yeah. I don't think you have to keep it close. I, the news is going to come out. It's going to be boom, bang. Hey, suspend the six games, eight. Oh, hey, nothing happened. He's playing. Hey, we come. To, I mean, it's going to be front page. And, and the other thing is, if if they say, hey, he's not suspended, boom, 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 good. He's still not good because we don't know if he wants we, to come back. He wants to come back. That's it. So there's so, too there's too much that keeps him off the field that I don't even have him on the list. Yeah, but I mean, at at twenty four, that that's a risk no. I mean, you you could try for him. I, I don't. If put it this way, in this draft, from what I'm getting the feeling. Watson is going to be a second, the third, you know, third, second, first, last place pick. He's not going to be someone that you, I mean, unless you really believe that you hear something else. If the, nothing yeah. has been, if nothing yeah. has happened, he's like your last pick. If, 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 if you don't, if no news has come out, he's yeah. your last pick. Like, so like, yeah, it'll be a steal if he comes back, of course. Absolutely. And, and like, you can get stacked with, like, maybe you end up with 
a, a Ryan and a, and a Watson. If Watson. you know, okay, guess what? Watson's only going to get spending three games or so. And guess what? Now the Broncos are trading for him. Then it's like, oh my God, it's a doomsday that, you well, know. Even, even not even that, even if you don't hear anything and you, you're thinking about, oh, should I get this quarterback? Let's say you, like you said, Ryan, right? Hey, should I get Ryan or, you know, the quarterbacks are left are Lawrence, Ryan, Wentz, Baker, right? You could say, hey, you know what? I'm going to wait. I'm going to get Ryan late. I'm not going to – because these other quarterbacks are not worth getting now. And you know what? At my last pick, if I'm able to, I pick – or even that last pick, second to last pick. Hey, you know what? I'm going to pick him early here because there's nothing – I don't lose anything. But if I get him, now I have a top five QB and I have another Ryan quarterback that I could trade for something better. Yep. I absolutely agree with you. It's going to be fun seeing how these quarterbacks shake out once they get on the field with their teams and they start playing. Um, we went yeah, over the top 24, right so you know we went deep into this one for you guys. Just give you a, a basic breakdown of some of these guys, how we're looking at them, and we'll start going into more debates uh, between the, these players specifically as we get closer to the draft. So you yeah, can get and, and, and the news you know evolves and. You yep. know, we find out what's going on. People get Absolutely. injured. Other receivers Absolutely. lose receivers. Things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you. And um, on that note, um, we're, we're going to be signing off. If you guys have any questions, feel free to drop them. You can drop them in the comment section on this video. You can message us as we have down there, Twitter at Daily Sporting for you, at on YouTube at the Daily Sporting. Same name on Facebook. Um, I am the talented Mr. Taco. We have our number one Instagram analyst, Ricky, on here. He's going to be doing all these videos with me um, for these rankings, so you'll be able to get our perspectives on them as we get deeper into the season. And on that note, peace out, everybody. Take care. Bye. Hey, David and Taco, they bring that heat. All about UFC, way more than a fantasy. Let's see who going toe-to-toe, throw down on the mat. Check the replay, run it back. We got to check the stats, hey, hey. This every day, we ain't come to play. This is sports talk, and we love talking MMA. Everything fantasy sports, dope for show that I know. With electric Dave and talented Mr. Taco, let's go. Hey, G.